thing. Go see? Go you see that? No, go you see how no, when y'all do somebody nice. dirty, you say the Ray Day treatment, though? That's crazy, because y'all know y'all treat me like crap. But you know what? I didn't put the rec- I didn't cut the recording button on, so he got you on camera. And you mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's <laughs> How do we get okay. here, yo? It was okay. an accident, bro. I'm so First sick of, of this. All, I mean, the Ray Day treatment is unfair. We don't treat Ray Day like anything other than a black queen, all right? We don't disrespect women on this pop, all right? Not I at mean, all. And to be fairness, as brothers, as brothers, she get the sister treatment, and as your brothers, we're going to mess with you all day long, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what brothers do to their sisters, Exactly. Right? Uh, but however, we're going to take a quick break. This is what I can say. Oh, let me pause it. Oh, I oh. am sick of this podcast. I'm sick of everyone on it. And you did it on purpose. I'm so sick of this. I'm sick of this podcast. I'm sick of this treatment. Every time. Every fucking time. Did you see that uh, post that Drew made when they showed the Royal Rumble poster? <laughs> he was he like, said, oh, I don't want it. see what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Honestly. <sighs> I can't even be mad at him for being mad at that because if I see Logan Paul on that thing before me, I'll be hot too. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. I'll be bad as hell as too. Oh, man. Drew said, now nah, you see what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. He's the chosen one. Don't do that to the chosen one, bro. Sick of this. Oh boy, we the problems here, bro. You know what? I'm yes, I'm going home. Bye. You are home. Where the fuck are you gonna go, Duff? You are home. Or is he? Nah, I'm home. I'm home. You know what? I ain't gonna finish that last statement, bro. But I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> and and we are back. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, we're back. We have two more, two more categories. Actually, no, we have three more, three more, three more. I believe we have the let me talk in me piece. So we have three more categories. This will be the women of the year award, women's rest of the year award. And before we, before we uh announce the winners, I just like to say a special shout out to Ms. Jenny oh, Carr. We, we have more. We have more. Wait, we, got more. we got the most controversial moment of the year, promo of the year, pay-per-view of the year. What the hell? Damn. Promotion of the year, female wrestler of the year, male wrestler of the year, and... God damn, uh, where the fuck is all that at? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> damn. Yo, no, wait, I don't what? see that. You know what this, you know what this reminds <laughs> me of? No, 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 no. I got my fuck him, and it's for this podcast. You know why? Let me let me tell you why. Because last year when Duck did the report card, y'all did the exact same shit. Well, and I did me. this, and I did this. Told y'all weeks in advance. Here's the link. <laughs> Here are the categories. Here's the ch- ch- uh, your opportunity to go pick your chip of uh, choices. And now y'all like, oh, I didn't see that. You know what? No, because I'm about to show you what I see. Because what you're not about to do is make uh-huh. it seem like. I'm not taking this shit seriously. You about to hit me with some alternative facts? Wow. Oh, wow. She's hit me with the trunk. I'm like, <laughs> what you what? Mad about to do? She said we're in the wrong timeline. <laughs> hey, yo, Terry Cross. Terry Cross. Did it stop? Bro, okay, so I love how the in the original template, faction of the year, automatically judgment days automatically filled in. 
Oh, I just want to say that. I think oh, that's wait, just, just so we're clear, that was me by mistake. I didn't mean to do that. That was me <laughs> by accident. That was that was so me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this is it. Y'all can pick everything else. <laughs> I thought it was mine. I was like, oh shit, this ain't oh, me. Let me yeah. go ahead and go to my shit. My bad. Oh, that's right. We finished with uh, most. Oh yeah, so it's most controversial. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought we had like a couple more. <laughs> This I'm not even gonna lie. I it felt like well, I mean we've been doing the podcast for a long time now. We like an hour and a half. We've been in. doing this podcast for damn near two hours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just try to say how we'll say we did get a new follower, yo. So hey, brother, uh, you know, we got a new follower. Shouts out to him. Appreciate you, Tokyo K Kizo. We appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always wanted to go to Tokyo, Japan. That sounds like a very interesting place to go to. Too, I, hear, I hear it's cleaner over there. Super but that's what here. Yeah, listen, now Japan got that future, that futuristic shit. I'm trying to get there. Um. So I guess what? <laughs> shit. I'm thinking <laughs> we got like six more. <laughs> we got like two more. I'm like, huh? Listen, I, I don't know. I why. really thought we had two more, too, bro. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> I have my list right here, but I'm like, oh shit. I mean, if y'all want to make it, I mean, if y'all want to make it like quicker, we can do like, um, you know, pay per view of the year and prom. Uh, well, sorry, most controversial and promo of the year at the same time because you know. All right, so we'll do we two of each one. We'll, we'll knock yeah. it out. Yeah. Um. So we'll start with controversial moment of the year. I don't think I have one, so I'll skip. I can, so I can go. I can go first. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, promo of the year for me is Cody and and Paul Heyman. Um, both of them when they first were talking. Um, this was of course you know before the main character of an anime met the anime villain he's met by Jesus they had their conversation uh it was good to see Paul I don't know if he faked it or whatever but you know him get a little bit emotional and sentimental is something we really don't see like they really genuinely shared a bond and that was great to see and you know Paul went straight to Paul right after that and I appreciate that that was a pretty good promo my controversial moment of the year is CM Punk. That's the moment of the year. CM Punk. <laughs> you can feel what you feel about what I just said, but between just CM Punk being let go from AEW and the things that he was going through and talking about and the behind the scenes and even with him, the, the fan theories of CM Punk, even the CM Punk defenders of how he's unfairly, unjustly being treated as this bad guy in AEW because he is responding to things that have happened that he was quiet about, which is absolutely true. Um, it's It kind of reminds me of how, like, when John Rule, I know this is probably a random segue, but when John Rule and 50 was having their thing and then he just all of a sudden put out a whole diss track album and motherfuckers <laughs> What the fuck is he putting out an album for three now? But it's it's random. But CM Punk, that's my most controversial moment of the year. That's CM Punk. 
And then him even showing up to WWE and you seen Seth out here doing whatever Seth does <laughs> and just being like, yo, F you, F you. Like, pull up. Like, what's good? Even the behind the scenes of people being like, wow, I guess the grass is greener over here. And all these different things. So my most controversial moment of the year is just CM Punk. You can, whatever you want to land him at. AEW here, him minding his business, him at a baseball game. CM Punk is an issue. Not an issue in a bad way. Just he just exists, and people are just like CM Punk. That's the issue. So CM Punk is the most controversial moment of the year. So what you want to say if he's in the baseball game? <laughs> he's like, oh. yo, my man out here, uh, pop locking in the dance battle is like he's clearly an issue right now, bro. So CM Punk. Yo, CM Punk, let me find he be in the whole menace of society right now, everywhere he go. By existing as that, yo. By existing. Nope. He's a menace. He can't come. Oh, but he's getting something to eat. This dude is eating some vegan food. He's an issue, bro. Like, what? <laughs> he said Pepsi's better than Coke? Fire him. <laughs> right, yo. He got a Pepsi tattoo. That dude's an issue, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man, Pepsi is better than Coke, though, just so we're clear. But, you know, that's another story for another day. I um, mean, not according to some people, but that's neither here nor there. Yo. I'm nah, just some like, people ah. includes me because Pepsi does not. Pepsi is too sugary, and Pepsi gets flat way too fast. Yo, Coca-Cola clean car batteries, bro. Like, on paper, <laughs> it cleans car batteries. <laughs> like I said before, Pepsi is for niggas who go to five-star restaurants and go, yo, where the, where the chicken wings at? Where the tenders at? And and Coca Cola is for people. Up. And Coca Cola is for people who test to see if batteries work by putting it on the tip of their tongue. Pause. And again, I ask you, how did you, <laughs> how the fuck do you know that? Because I've listen, I've seen niggas do this, and you know what? Those same dudes drink Coca Cola. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen people do it. I've I don't get the it. correlation, but you know what? I'm, I'm gonna let you rock. Listen, you said Pepsi is for people who go to five star restaurant or chicken wings, chicken tenders. I'm just saying, bro. Because when you go to the chicken spot, what do you usually get? A Pepsi. Nah, I usually get uh, a root beer or a, a fruit punch. Or star. All right, you redeem yourself. I feel, I feel like root beer is so. <laughs> <under> <laughs> man said I'm a demon, bro. What? No, I said you redeemed yourself. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm a demon, bro. <laughs> Because I drink root beer and fruit punch, bro. Like, damn. <laughs> Not because I feel like root beer is so underrated. People low-key don't see how good it is. Like, I'll drink root beer by itself. I'll drink a root beer float. Nah, yeah. most definitely, bro. Yeah. Damn, shit, I'm wearing a slice of pizza? That shit hit. Yeah, you can't go wrong with the root beer. I'm sorry. Facts. I go with every meal. That's the universal soda. It's the cream soda you got to worry about depending on where you get it from. Yeah, if it's not A&W, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, cream soda niggas and birch beer niggas, I got to look at them. Not cream soda, I'll let you pass. Birch beer, I got to look at you <laughs> with the side eye. <laughs> Wait, why? Because I don't know exactly what birch beer is. That's why I got to look at you sideways, <laughs> bro. <laughs> He said, why don't you like it? I don't know. It just don't sound right. <laughs> I don't know what a birch is, bro, but I got it sounds too close to belch. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, but now, now as you think about it, cream soda sounds like 
cream, you know, pause. <laughs> and, but who, who the next person to go? <laughs> Jesus. Here you go. Well, he said because it does a pause, but yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh hold on. Where, where, where was we at? Um Pat, you chose your selections, right? No, nah, not yet. Um All right, go ahead. for obvious reasons of CM Punk, I feel like there's gonna be no debate for that. So I'll move on to promo of the year. Um, this one was kind of a thinker. I did have one that I picked, but in low key, I had one that I remember that made me laugh like the hardest this year. And I'm gonna say Miz's promo when he pretended John Cena was gonna come out and he had that imaginary match. Bruh. Bruh. Wait, that happened? I missed that, bro. <laughs> so this was when John Cena uh came back briefly during the summer. And Miz was like, all right, he, he did his Miz TV segment. He was like, I'm calling John oh. Cena out. He stood in the <laughs> ring and he did. And then John Cena's music hit. And, he was talking and to nobody, John Cena didn't come out, but then Miz did the whole, oh, you can't see John Cena gimmick. So then he started wrestling in the match, pretending that John Cena, and I'm doing quotes, John Cena punched him in the face. He gave <laughs> an invisible John Cena the um, skull crusher finale. You, I, I gotta share with you. Like it, it was, it was like the most random promo I've seen. Uh, and it was like such an R two kind of moment. It definitely was. I know exactly what you're talking about because he was talking to John, and he was acting like John was there, but John really wasn't there. That's why, hence, I say he's talking to himself. So then, that's when they act like he was fighting him, and then he almost got caught in the five knuckle shuffle, and he turned on reverse and just sat there. And basically, Miz was wrestling himself. He was shadow boxing. That's funny as a mug, bro. I think it was a shadow box. And, and what made it funny was that the crowd was actually behind it. It was like chanting, holy shit. <laughs> hey, listen. That reminds me of that one invisible that one invisible match that's out there in the in the indie scene where it was clearly nobody wrestling, but somehow the table broke. That was funny as a mug, bro. I'm glad <laughs> that wrestling is doing that more now. I feel like it used to be just an indie thing that like they would have like these weird obscure matches, but it's nice to see like AEW and WWE doing it. Like you don't have to take yourself seriously all the time. Like have some fun with it. Uh, real quick before we continue on, uh, Joseph picks. Well, first things first, I'll get to Joseph, but rim pick for uh, most controversial was CM Punk WWE return, but um, promo. And this kind of goes hand in hand with Joseph Picks. His promo of the year was Jay Uso declaring he's going after Roman's title. And his controversial moment, which is a good moment, is Jay quitting WWE. Mm, that's true. You deuces, Usus. Yeah, that was a that was definitely a good moment. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be that controversial. Oh. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> now nah, let me stop. <clears throat> now nah, let me stop. Yeah, yeah, they got that one. Hmm. All right. All right. And um, so we, we clear on those two, right? Ray, do you have anything? Or are you you good? Um, I was gonna say my controversial was with Nia Jax coming back because oh. a lot of um bald head, lonely. Uh, men decided to drag her from here to Timbuktu um, acting like she injured you know everyone that she's ever touched 
and they're just mad because they have never touched a woman in their life before. Um, but yeah, when she came back, that was like hell for like a good two weeks. Like I understand like the whole CM Punk, but I feel like it's kind of like, oh my gosh, CM Punk Punk is back. Wow. Like it was a little like, oh I hear, but no one was really like as like, oh my God, what the fuck in a negative way like how they was with Nia Jax. Facts. And yeah. can I touch on that for real quick? Yo, I just want to say, bro, like, like this, and this is just for the group, uh, the Facebook group we're in, the uh, World Wrestling Alliance. Uh, go to the le- uh, go to the link tree. You can join it. Make sure you answer those questions because if you don't, you're not getting in. I don't care if you miss one. You can answer all the questions except one. You're not getting in. The only reason why we're like that is because too many people have gotten into this group and they have been neckbeards, misogynist, yeah. racist, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever you think it, they've been it. Assholes. But I just want to exactly. But what I want to say is there's this stigma, and I guess maybe I'm part of the stigma, and maybe we are, I don't know, that people think that we're obsessed with Nia Jax. We aren't obsessed with Nia Jax. And, and I'll speak for myself on this one. I like Nia. Am I saying that she's a ring general? No. Am I expecting her to put on a five-star classic? Absolutely not. Am I going to sit there and expect her to deliver me the greatest match she ever did? Absolutely not. My only thing, and the only thing, and the reason why I became a Roman fan is for the same exact reason, is unfair BS hate. I don't care if you don't like the girl. I don't care if you're not a fan of her. And the same with Roman. I don't care if you like Roman. I don't care if you're not a fan of Roman. My only thing is keep the energy. That's all I want, bruh. Just keep the energy. She, everybody says she's hurt all these people. I don't think personally she's hurt everybody. It's just that she's the bigger of the stars. So, of course, it goes to the bigger person. As somebody who's been a big dude his whole life, things happen. The first thing they do is go to your weight, your size, your height, whatever. I'm 6'4", um, whatever pounds you think I am. I'm not going to put it out there. It's nothing to hide. If you want to know, ask me. I'll tell you. But... I don't think every single injury has been on her. There are some injuries that's on her. Absolutely. Every single one of them. No, there's context to a lot of these things. There are certain things you have to look at. Now, I've said this before. She's hurt. Let's just say even so, she's hurt all these people, right? All these people. Let's just say she's hurt 10 people or injured 10 people. Those 10 people came back. Sasha and Seth ended careers. Nobody gives them that flat. If your whole issue with me is that I might have injured some people and they missed two shows, cool. You got people that don't have WWE careers no more because of two people, and nobody will give them that same energy. It's because you like them. And that's fine that you like them. That's cool that you're fans with them. But if we're going to get on Nia because she, oh, oh, she twisted somebody's wrist, so they missed the show, give that person that same energy that, oh, this person can't wrestle in WWE no more because this person hurt their neck. 
injured their neck and they don't have a career here no more. To me, that's worse. And I'll stick by that any day of the week. So again, I'll reiterate, at least for me, and I'll and I'll speak for my 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 co-host. We don't have a whole hard respectfully a hard on for Nia Jax. We're not we're not obsessed with Nia. All we know is we see you motherfuckers sitting there and just being hypocritical. That's all. We don't like hypocrites. We like people to keep that same energy. And if you can't keep that same energy, just be honest with us. We're fine with that. But that's all it is, especially when multiple people are telling you, yeah, two specific injuries that keep getting brought up were fake injuries for story purposes. And you're just like, no, it's not. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 like shitty like people telling you, bro, those two injuries were fake. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sorry if it's a little like I'm not trying to be funny. It's just that like you hear these things and it's so annoying, bro. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. That's just something before the years out. I wanted to say. <laughs> All I, I I wanted to say something to that is that um y'all can understand a work and every other um uh retrospect of the industry, but as soon as it comes to Nia Jax, y'all like she automatically injured everyone. Like when the whole thing that happened with Rhea Ripley, and everyone's like, no, she she's definitely injured, and we're like, bitch, she's 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 got just got married. She's in like a whole nother country completely fine. Nah, she's definitely faking it. What are you she's faking that she's okay? Why would she fake being okay at her wedding? Like what? Like y'all really <laughs> did like that makes no sense. How you gonna bro. tell the person who's at the wedding smiling in a bikini that yeah, she have a bro- broken fucking foot or some shit? Fuck out of here, bruh. Bro, it's the wildest ish to me, bro. Like it's so funny, bro. Like yo, like you say, bro. How you fake an injury? Like oh, she's fake being happy. She's putting on a smile for the cameras at her wedding, but she's secretly injured, bro. She's getting married to her, her, her. I, I assume she's getting married. That's her best friend. But it's like, bro, like that's 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 nuts to me. Like if you hate her, just say you hate her, and we can keep it pushing. But don't sit there and act like you're some subjective person when you're not. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, that's wild to be like. Nah, her 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 foot is hurting right now. Her foot is definitely twisted to the back. You can tell. Look at the smile. The smile is so fake. She's sp- smiling through the pain. <laughs> She's crying behind the tears. Like the hey, first- bro, because they've never seen a woman happy before and doesn't know what that looks like. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, damn that means their mama never smiled at them either shit oh damn. Shit. they got damn. pushed out and their mom was like god damn it yo i try this shit again yo, said <laughs> shit. put that motherfucker back in the oven and cook some more <laughs> bake him again nine yo. months is not enough they say, yo, what's God address? I got I gotta return this, bro. It's something a little messed up. Oh see God like he she in out right. here, bro. I need to return this. This don't fit, bro. Right, yo. Why his head so big? How he blind, he just came out. 
Why he need uh-uh, re- he can't come out? That's crazy. Uh-uh, recheck, uh-uh. That book. recheck that book of life. Something ain't right, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw some bullshit. Uh, next one. We did, uh, okay, we did promo. We did the most controversial of the year. We have promotion of the year, and then we have pay-per-view of the year. Ray, we'll let you start. All right, no. <laughs> we're going to let you start. Because I know I'm going to get some entertainment value out of this one. I mean, no, uh, I, I value opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's the promo and pay-per-view? No, promotion and pay-per-view. Yeah, promotion and then pay-per-view. Um, pay-per-view? Uh... Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna come back to that one because I feel like no, you know what? I'm gonna say backlash in Puerto Rico. All right. I felt like they definitely shined there, even though they did boo Beyonce. I don't know because they booed all the darker skinned people, and I side eyed them for that. That was very um colorists of them. Just saying. But and then promotion of the year. Uh, this is a hard one. I feel like I'm going to say TNA. More specifically, because of Trinity, I feel like their women's division is honestly like top tier. The amount of different matches that are just going on, I'm just like, yo, this is. Look, if y'all not watching the women's matches, I don't know what y'all doing. That's all I'm saying. Nah, TNA Look. has always had a fire women's match. Like they, 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 I mean, sorry, a fire women roster. They just don't have the eyes, and that's the only thing that really screws them over. As a product, always been great. They just don't have the eyes. They might be having the eyes soon. I don't know if y'all peep, but uh, there have been a lot of photos with uh, Dixie Carter and Triple H being posted. Oh, I peeped. I peeped. If they you remember, um, if you remember... A few years ago, this is when, if I'm not mistaken, the network was a thing, the WWE network. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they might have inquired their library. Yes, a they long did. Time they ago. Yeah, so we might see some stuff with that. That would be great. I mean, they should. If you're going to buy their library, that means you're going to. I mean, at that point, if you're gonna buy the library, I'm pretty sure it's because they had Rude and they had AJ. So if they had to do any build up promos for them, they you know they use that. But also remember, they had uh, Mickey James featured in the Women's Rumble as the TNA uh, champion too. So which I was excited for. Ooh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was at last year's Rumble actually. Even though they owed it to her after the way they treated her after her exit. 
Now that was hmm. um what's that name that man's name? Now I know who that that was um that motherfucker's name that was on Total Divas that always acted like an asshole. Oh um, Mark Carano. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was him who that was him that did that. Yo, Carano, you know what? I ain't gonna say that about Carano. I, I was gonna say <laughs> what he seems like, but I'm I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, Mark Carano. Fuck him. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Where did that come from? <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody said something. I I didn't hear it. Fuck him. I didn't hear him. Um, Whoa. Oh, come oh, on. Uh, sorry. Somebody said something? Mm-hmm. Allergy crazy out here. Oof. Somebody mm-hmm. hacked the Zoom. Just a whole bunch of fuck. Not... Oh, my. No, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Um, okay, so, Ray, you chose um Backlash and TNA. Interesting. 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 Uh, Duck, would you like to go? Yes, but uh, first, before I do go, um, I just want to say pay-per-view for Realm, promotion and pay-per-view of the year, WWE Backlash uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, For Joseph, uh, promotion of the year, WWE pay-per-view of the year, Night of Champions. Uh, For me, promotion of the year, WWE, but pay-per-view of the year is AEW. New Japan Forbidden Door. Um, Ooh, that's a good choice. And 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 I went with them because I'm always a fan of these type of situations right here. Um, I'm always a fan of two companies coming together doing things. And even though it's not talked about, it was a great pay per view. But I um I just want to throw that out there. Like the simple fact that they work together. Is great and it's something that I want to see more in wrestling. Like the competition thing is cool, it's cute, but we all know that at the end of the day, it's 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 something that every wrestlers are a family. At the end of the day, it don't really matter. At least from what I hear, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not backstage, but from what I what I hear and what I see, man, they they bang with each other. They bang with each other. They know about each other. They know about each other. They talk to each other. They hang out with each other. They they look at each other's match. They they know what's up, you know. So, I'm I'm always a fan when two companies can always work together. And for me, that's my that's my um pay per view of the year, man. So, you know, that's what I'm going with. I want to see more of this in the future. And honestly, it really genuinely seems like uh, anything is possible now Jesus. that Triple H is you know, running things and they're under this endeavor thing. So, I mean, if it make money, it makes sense. So we could, who knows what we'll see in the next two years, you know, maybe we'll finally get this, this new Japan, a WWE pay-per-view that, that might pop off. Who knows? It's it's something that I wish for. It's something that I hope happens. Hell, throw TNA there. Hell, throw anybody in there. I don't give a shit. Throw everybody in there, man. Just, <laughs> you know, let's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's have some fun, man. Let's bring eyes to a bigger product out here, man. Let's, 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 let's put eyes on people that people don't know about. Because a lot of people aren't going to watch New Japan. A lot of people aren't going to watch WWE. A lot of people aren't going to watch whatever they're going to watch. But people are going to watch what they watch and i would like to see different wrestlers 
showcase on what these people are going to watch so they're on their radar. Not many people know what who Atanahashi is. But to the people that know, everybody knows that Tanahashi is Japan's John Cena. So I would love to see John Cena versus Tanahashi. That's something I would I would pay sixty dollars to see. You know, so hey. I would pay sixty dollars to see that full HD. Now, why did this go over my head? Huh? That just went over my head. I thought you were talking about paying for a ticket. My man said he's gonna be at home. (laughs) 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 I'm like, huh? Yo, I'll pay sixty dollars to see it in first too, bro. Yo. Yo, Pat, you wild, bro. I gotta stop smoking for these podcasts, man. <laughs> yo, yo, um, since you here, Pat, yeah, what's your, what's your <laughs> promotion of the year, pay per view of the year? Promotion, I'm gonna go with WWE. I kind of feel like it's WWE, like previous years, it was like, like okay, you had to pick WWE because there was no alternative, and, and now it's more so, okay, well, we know there's other competition out there. And admit it or not, that competition actually helped WWE step up to like bigger and better heights. They've had a lot of, you know, they have better storylines. You know, they still got some things they got to work on, like giving us a solid women's division and giving them something to do other than hope they get a women's title shot or being put in a random battle royal. But they are getting there. And I feel confident under Triple H that they'll do amazing things. Um, My pick for pay-per-view of the year initially was Backlash. But after um, hearing Duck talk about it more, uh, Forbidden Door was actually a way better pay-per-view. I felt like Backlash had a hotter crowd, but Forbidden Door, in terms of like the matches, they were amazing. Um, I was never really a fan of Will Ospreay at first. I kind of felt like him and Ricochet were kind of like the acrobatic wrestlers, and it took me a while to get adjusted to their style. But the more I started watching the matches, the more I respected and appreciated their craft. And I feel like Kenny Omega and Will put on probably one of the best matches in like the past 10 years. Um, Okada, I've been a fan of, been a fan of Daniel Bryan as well. And that was also a stellar match, even though Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, sorry, hurt himself and had to wrestle with a broken shoulder for like 15 minutes. Like that's commendable. Um, The Elite versus Blackpool Club combat match was great. Like it had like a lot of great matches from like beginning to end. And I feel like, while AEW wasn't the better promotion, like they can pat themselves on the back that that was the best pay per view that any company has had this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all solid picks. You can't go wrong with any of them. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Backlash as my pay per view of the year. Um, that probably was the most rambunctious crowd I've seen at an event on television for a very long time and it's Puerto Rico. If you're gonna have a pay-per-view, you're gonna want to have somewhere nice and tropical, right? Why not have it then? Um to Ray's point, it was a little bit odd to see them booing booing the melanin on in the in the building. I I find it a little odd, but Mm-hmm. That's, okay. that's okay for now, but let's not get it twisted. You know what? I'm not gonna say that. I ain't gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, yeah. Other than that, I'll give them credit for their, their crowd for, you know, coming out and showing out and enjoying themselves. They made a pay-per-view seem lit. Special Bad Bunny came out. The way they sang with that crowd was crazy. So, yeah, I'll give it to Backlash. Um, promotion of the year, I'll give it to the WWE. Um, I believe this will be, would that have been Triple H's full year? Yeah, under Triple H, under his full year, that wasn't, he did things different. Sometimes it would be, he'll have moments that felt like a Vince McMahon type of pay-per-view. But I see he was trying to do things a bit different than how things were run before. So I'll give the WWE that notch, you know, that not, you know, that little edge. Because Triple H has been the guy where he's been on both sides of the spectrum where Vince has only been on one side, Tony's only been on one side, and yet he's still relatively new to running a wrestling promotion. But Triple H has been on both sides as a performer and as a guy behind the scenes. So he knows what it takes to get there. So I'll give it to the WWE. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. That's good picks. Let's see, we have... Should be okay. male and female. Yep, male and female. Now I can sit there and give my shout out to Miss Cargill. <laughs> hey, Miss Cargill. Can't wait to see her perform. Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. It won't be a po- listen, it's the end of the year. You know I gotta give my shout out to Miss G. It would not be a podcast if I did not give her a shout out. Actually, I don't even think I gave her one last week. Oh, oh no. you did. You did. Oh, I did? Okay, you cool, did. cool, 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 cool. You okay, gave another cool. excellence her praise. I yes, I'll make sure. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you for text, uh, for uh, reassuring me about that. You know, that's just like a knowledge of my tribal chief. And gotta sit there and make sure Jay gets her praise, you know. Um, Ray, well, I'll let you start your male and your female wrestler of the year. So, my male wrestler of the year, um, I'm gonna go with Biggie, come back. I know you haven't wrestled this year, but like, can you just come back, please? Big meaty but... men. <laughs> He's coming Big back. Yeah. He's coming back at the rumble. I'm hoping for it. Yo, big meaty rumble so. is crazy. Not a big meaty rumble smacking meats, bro. Big meaty man. Hey, yo. <laughs> meaty baby, smack, hey, yo. Smacking meats and tossing meats, bro. <laughs> I'm a. That's gonna be Whoa. a shirt. Big medium. Big meaty mania, bro. I'd be so hyped if Michael Cole said meaty mania is running wild. Like yo, nah, he already said that. Nah, because that means they've been listening to the pod and getting our ideas. Nah, run us our money. Listen, Word. you listen to the pod and you want to steal our ideas. I'm fine with that. However, I'm gonna need yeah, y'all to trade yeah. us some press passes, something or some <laughs> merch, something. Nah, Tickets, we want the press merch, passes, something. man. And we won't mess up any questions when we talk to Charlotte or Becky either. Yo, that guy, bro. I, you know what? I'm not. We're not going to make this part. We're going to make this episode about that guy. But yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, bro. We ain't gonna mess up zero questions. But um, my male wrestler of the year. <laughs> to be Real funny, Ripley. I was gonna say, see it. No. CM Punk because he's just a hot mess but to be serious I'm going to say Damian Priest. I felt like definitely like been pushed 
And I'm like, okay, he he doesn't need the the judgment day. Like he he definitely shows that he can stand on his own. Um, I'm gonna just need him to figure out when to stop. He needs to give up the money in the bank because whenever he tries to cash that shit in, they automatically lose, bro. That shit is just bad luck. But for female wrestler of the year, I'm gonna actually give this to Trinity. Because I feel like she has been putting on such a great run, as well as great promotions. And just her interactions with her work coworkers and like the fans and everything online, just all encompassing. I just feel like she's had such a great year. Mm-hmm. All right, Doc. Yo, I'm here. Uh, so, real quick, <clears throat> before I say mine, I'm going to run the rims. Hmm. And it's Joseph's. So, Rims Male of the Year and Female of the Year is Jay Uso and Rhea Ripley. Um, Joseph's is Gunther and Rhea Ripley. And mine's uh, Female Wrestler of the Year, Rhea Ripley. Um, she's been doing her thing. But my Male of the Year is going to be a little bit different. Will Ospreay. Hmm. Will Ospreay, uh, quiet as kept, has been doing his thing all year. He's been putting in work. He's been putting on great matches. Um, you know, there was talks of possibly him coming to WWE, which we all know wasn't going to happen. But, um, yeah, Will Ospreay, that's who I'm rocking with. So those are my picks. All right. Uh, Pat? So my female wrestler of the year is going to be Rhea Ripley. I felt like she carried the women's division and to some people who may want to debate, carry the men's division too. But she's been doing her thing as the women's champion. I feel like considering where she was a year or two ago where she was an NXT champion and lost at WrestleMania to Charlotte. I feel like that moment on to where she is now is kind of like her Roman Reigns arc where you reinvent yourself and people initially question it. And now you're like the talk of like the whole entire company to the point where you even get people to acknowledge you and Roman isn't there. And I would even argue that while you may have talent like LA Knight who, you know, sell the most merchandise in the company. When you think of like WWE talent, you would think of Roman first and then second would be Rhea. I think that she, I wouldn't mind if she went into WrestleMania as champion and left this champion, because I feel like for someone to beat her, it would have to make complete sense. And it would have to essentially be the end of, you know, judgment day if she loses her belt. Because she's pretty much, you know, the only one there who's never lost her championship or had to, like, fight for it back. So I would say that, you know, because of that and the fact that, like, she's been having, like, an, a lot of amazing matches this year. I'm going to say Rhea for uh, f- Female Wrestler of the Year. Um, I changed my pick for Male Wrestler of the Year only because I feel like this person that I'm picking goes unrecognized sometimes. But I feel like he's had a lot of great matches this year. I'm going to say Carmelo Hayes is my pick for male wrestler of the year. I feel like him, Braun, Trick, Dragunov have essentially carried 
you know, the men's division this year. But I feel like Melo is that guy that if you said he's going to join Raw SmackDown tomorrow, I think he'd be able to go straight into like the world title picture. Like he's just been that good. Mm. All right. Whoa. All right. Um, Duck, you went, you did um, Rems and Josephs. All righty. So, my male superstar of the year. This is going to be a little bit different. Maybe not over a surprise, but it'll be a little bit different. I'm going to go with uh, Samoa Joe. Mm. Even though Samoa He's Joe. Even though Small Joe wasn't a world champion, um, he did have the television title and he was undefeated. And that catapulted him into that main event title picture in AEW. And the thing about Samoa Joe is he's one of those very few wrestlers where he can talk and walk at the same time. So I have to give this to Joe for this year. And he, well, let me not put that in the end for next you know what happens. So let me not say that. But, um, yeah, I'll give it to Joe. My female wrestler of the year, this was a toss-up. And I was, and I, I was going to go between Bianca and Eel. And I ended up going mm. with it. And I'll explain why. Io Shirai, I, so, at times, I don't think gets the credit she deserves as a performer in the ring. I really don't. And that barrier of speaking, and even I do believe she understands the language well, but to be in the ring, to communicate with your opponent or the person you're working with, and still have to be able to put on a performance takes a lot just a little background it's just like how i have to like i have kids i work who do not speak english at all and yet it's still there has to be some type of communication for them to just for anything so imagine doing that in a wrestling ring where your opponent may not speak japanese or <clears throat> your english may not be as good or things of that nature but overall, it's that Io Shirai is also a performer who's very, very, very experienced. And even though she may not be popular as a Becky, Charlotte Bianca, um, Bailey, she still gets the job done in the ring. And she has a disappointment in her title defenses that she has had. So I'll give this to Io Shirai for this year. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the final one, the Let Me Talk MVP. Yeah. Um, Pat, I'll let you describe what the Let Me Talk MVP is. I feel like there's a bit of, I don't want to say requirements, but there's something there that I think you'll be able to describe better than I can. Will you elaborate for us, good brother? Absolutely. So <clears throat> the Let Me Talk MVP is everybody's personal choice for who they feel made a change in wrestling that was revolutionary. They did everything that was right as far as being a professional wrestler like it's undeniably they're the best of the best at what they do the best way i can describe it being the best oh that's easy <laughs> that is easy that's pink toes and hoses all elite 
<laughs> now nah, let me stop. Um, Ray, I'll let you start first. Ladies first. Um, my MVP of the year is me. It's me. I've been holding it the motherfucker. Let me stop. <laughs> I was gonna say, go um, on, go cook. I ain't gonna stop you. <laughs> What you say? I said you keep lying to yourself. I'm gonna go cook for real. What you mean? Please, I would be the baddest motherfucker in WWE if I was wrestling. They would hate me. Listen, I'm gonna I'm say this right now. If you became a WWE wrestler, I would be the guy who like stands in the front row with like the Trinidadian flag. I just be having a sign like "Watch out for the blicky" every time. I <laughs> <laughs> Yo, little Yo, bullshit. That I'm is a wild. Guy. Oh, guy. MVP. That's a hard one. Um, MVP. Oh, and let me just think this real quick. It doesn't have to be a wrestler. It doesn't have to be anything traditional. It could be a faction. Whatever you think is like should be MVP. It could be a stable. Could be whatever you want. Then you know what? I'm gonna say Paul Heyman because one thing Paul Heyman gonna do is one draw in the motherfucking crowd and hype up whoever he is working with. And honestly, I feel like Paul Heyman is like the icing on the cake for Roman. I feel like without Paul Heyman, it'd be a little dry. He's just the he's just the extra little. You know, the little, what is it? He's like the parsley that kind of ties everything together. You're like, oh, that's so nice. Like, oh, this is wound. This was from like a, a $10 dish to like a $30 dish. He built and he there. almost got into the ring, too. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Not a far truth was there. Or that would have been hilarious. Anyway. He was going to eliminate uh, Paul Heyman from the Rumble. <laughs> That would have been funny. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, Duck? All right. So I'm going to name Rims and Josephs. Uh, Rims is L.A. Knight. Joseph is Jay Uso. And mine's also is Jay Uso. Um, mostly because... I think, at least for me, um, he was MVP this year because one, he was part of a tag team. Uh, growing, like I won't say growing up, but um, I think a lot of people often, first of all, to actually be able to tell the two, tell the difference between the two. Which, if you followed our career, you know, for me, I never knew which one was which, but. Jay actually sticks out. Jay went from calling himself main event Uso to being main event Uso. Um, he's actually out here on his own doing his thing, building himself up, building up his brand. Uh, got 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 a crowd of people out here bopping on beat, which is nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, listen, yeah, I know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I went Jay. Uh, the things Jay has done has actually been great. Um, it's good to see 
first of all, I'm, that's not to exclude that Jimmy isn't doing anything. Jimmy has been great doing his thing. Jimmy, um, Joseph could probably talk about it a little bit more because he he himself made a TikTok about Jimmy and the things Jimmy does and, um, and all of that stuff. But Jay has been phenomenal, and I love it. So my MVP is Jay Uso. Um, I'm trying to think if there was an honorable mention that I could throw out there. Uh, if I had to throw out an honorable mention, it would be Gunther because Gunther has been consistent, quietly consistent. Well, it's not as quiet, but he's not often talked about because he goes in, he does his job well, he puts on great matches, he defends himself, and then he walks out. But for me, Jay Uso is that guy. So, um, those are the three MVPs. I'm not going to hold this long. Explain why. I trust you understand why. Give it over to good old Chef Pat Lee. Ooh, I feel like my pick is going to come out of left field, but if I explain to you why, it's going to make sense. I'm Don't you dare say Liv Morgan. It's 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 not. It, trust me, it's not. <laughs> it should be, though. It should be, though. For real, for if she was still active, she would be. But she's hurt, so hopefully she recovers. See, that's that bullshit. My MVP is Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H. And I'm going to explain why. It's multiple reasons. So the obvious reason is because this man single-handedly did multiple things. One, he brought back everybody's faith in WWE long after Vince McMahon essentially killed it. Except Ray's. Except Ray's. <laughs> so, wow. I, I, think, I think it's going to take some time for him to kind of work on the women's division first, but I think she can agree they're going in the right direction, but there's still some kind of like, eh, let's see where you go with this type of field with. But he is doing a better job at getting people back into the stories back into actually caring about the product. He was able to get CM Punk back, even though that was, you know, a more thank you to Tony Khan, but, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But the real reason why I said this man is an MVP, and I think, Duck, you kind of know where I'm going with this. Think about this man played the long game for almost 20 years. Yep. yep. 20 years. He got involved with Stephanie McMahon and said one day he's going to control the WWE. <laughs> We thought he was talking about a championship belt. And now 20 years later, there is not a single McMahon in creative who makes any type of decision as far as the, the company's direction, aside from Vincent Mann, who just signs paychecks now. And he's the sole person in charge of creative. He's got more stars than Vincent Mann ever had. He Well, not ever had, but had recently. He took NXT, made NXT great. Vince decided, well, we're going to put them up against AEW. Lost that battle for you know briefly, but he said, All right, I'm gonna come back harder, just watch, I'm gonna be patient. Vince took NXT, made it that rainbow NXT 2.0, and then as soon as Triple H got power again, he's like, You know what? We're going back to our roots. I'm gonna put Shawn Michaels in charge, and we're gonna show you how it's done. And he single handedly so is making sorry to w cut you off. Uh -huh. I'm sorry to cut you off, but not just Shawn Michaels, Road Dog as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The whole click. And Paul Heyman still got some type of creative control, I think, too. 
He's making wrestling interesting again. Like, love him or hate him, there's no denying that Triple H is actually somebody who we've all wanted to see in wrestling for, like, years. Vince McMahon once had, you know, a chokehold on people when it came to wrestling, but that's because at the time when he first started, he revolutionized it. He changed the game. He made it global. And then when WCW went out of business and he bought them, he was like, all right, well, I ain't got to try so hard. You know, no, I'm going to buy my competition. No one's going to compete against me. And then Triple H was like, well, you know what? There are some things that we could do better. We could bring back the wrestling aspect. We can make sure that, you know, whether or not talent, you know, wins matches a lot or not, we're giving something for everybody to do. He's still, you know, trying to get that taste out of their everybody's mouths of how WWE was on screen, how WWE was backstage. He's trying to make, you know, wrestling better. I don't think he'd be somebody if Tony Khan came to him and said, hey, you know, I want to do a pay-per-view with WWE. He'd be like, no, this man is willing to swallow his pride for the sake of making the company better, which is something that even though Vince would do if he made money off of it, he wouldn't do it unless he made money off of it. Triple H wants to do it because he feels like it's what's best for the fans. And I can respect that and appreciate that about him. And we're going to see, you know, Triple H's full vision as a creative head come to light. Because this is going to be his first WrestleMania that he's going to do in WrestleMania 40 by himself. It's going to be his first WrestleMania with no creative control from Vince. It's going to be the 40th WrestleMania, so it's technically the biggest one so far. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he does, but I feel like Triple H was able to do what Vincent Mann wasn't able to do, and that's bring wrestling back to WWE and also bring CM Punk back to WWE. And that's why he's an MVP. Mm. Thank you, Roger. And I will say this too: I'm going to hold you. But if he beat Roman Reigns for the belt, I wouldn't even be mad. I would not. Yeah, I don't think Triple H is going back to wrestle no more. He can't, unfortunately, for 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 health reasons. But if he decided to have like a comeback story, like, well, you know what, my heart's better now. I never got my final retirement match, and just pedigrees Roman Reigns. Cool. People be mad about it, but you know what? They'll be mad and watch. Nah, I'll be mad about it. Shit. I, say, I don't think he, I don't think people will be mad for real, for real. I think one would be great to see Triple H in it. Even I feel like even if it was like a five minute, right? If he was like, look, I can give y'all five minutes, bro. That's all I got. I feel like <laughs> <he's>, yo, <laughs> yo. that's all I'm giving you because that's all I got. That's all I got is five minutes in me, bro. I feel like that five-minute match would be fire. Only because a lot of emotions, nostalgia, et cetera, would be involved. But to just be like, yo, this is it, I feel like he would probably give, like, a good solid five minutes. And I think people would be a, I'd be all right with that. Now, I feel like the thing that would probably piss people off is that if he did that and then did nothing with the belt afterwards. <laughs> like, not even <laughs> another five minutes to somebody else, just like, yep, this is it. And then just drop it three months later. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I want it. Here, you come back. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be hilarious. Um, let's Let's see, let's see. Ray, did you go? Yes, I did. Okay, Pat went all right. So, oh, I needed that. 
My let me talk MVP. Hmm. Hmm. There's so many categories and so no, not categories. So many people that's worthy of this award. I will choose myself. <laughs> because no. <nah, laughs> recording stop. Yeah. Wow. Oh, see, see, see. That, 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 that wasn't me. That, that wasn't me this time. It wasn't me. Um, or seriousness, I'm going to go with. Leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving that treatment right there. Y'all got too much power, bro. That I've been a clip. It's giving Shane McMahon, bro, coming out and winning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that been that's, so Shane, that's crazy, bro. I'm the forgotten McMahon. That's even worse. Nah, <laughs> he's the one who came in and won like three, like, uh, was like one of the last few people standing. People were like, how the fuck you get here? Nah, and you got like I, one honestly, mil for doing nothing. Nah, I, Honestly, I wanted to pause that joint, but I couldn't because I was like drinking my uh, concoction, so I I couldn't get to it in time, bro. Honestly, Shane did what we all want to do. He made a quick, quick meal for being in the match three minutes. I need to learn how to do that. But um, my pick is main event Jay Uso. Uh, again, Jay solidified himself as a as. Living with his name says the main eventer and the star player in Monday Night Raw. Um, it just goes that to show that he works with being around his cousin. He did say, obviously, I'm talking about Roman. He said during that time that he did learn a lot from working with Roman, but also being with him. It's different when you see some people as a tag team, like just a tag team specialist, and it's weird when they kind of branch out on their own. Like you kind of seen that with the Hardys, you've seen it with the Edge of Christian. Even when the Douglas were in TNA, it was a little odd when they were separated because you're used to seeing it with somebody else. The Usos, I don't think nobody ever imagined them splitting up for the fact that they are legit twins. So when Jay did become main event Jay Uso by being on Roman's side and then spreading his wings and flying, he got the crowd behind him. So. I have to give that to main event Jay Uso because nobody, I don't think, expected that from him. I know I didn't, but I'm glad to see that it happened. So my MVP this year is main event Jay Uso. Go get him. Yeet. And yeah, yes, sir. <sighs> okay. This was fun. Anybody else got any questions, comments, or concerns? I guess before we go, I do want to say, man, to everybody who listened in, to everybody who is following us on our socials, whether it's Twitter, well, I, I know for a fact y'all ain't following us on Twitter, but Instagram, uh, TikTok, <laughs> you know, we love you, we appreciate YouTube, we love you, we appreciate you, we thank you. Um, it's been a good year for us. Um, this was our first year doing this as let me talk pod uh we've been a podcast a little bit longer for those who know our story know our story uh if you want to know more there's an episode that you can go listen to i'm not going to tell you so you have to go listen to every single episode that you subscribe to which by the way in our link tree on this twitch here um 
you can go ahead and go to it. And Linktree is also in our YouTube, our Twitch, our Tik, well, not TikTok, but that's because we need more followers to for me to post it. But either way, we thank you all for listening in, tuning in with us, cracking jokes with us, laughing with us, uh, liking a picture, liking a TikTok, liking a YouTube, um, commenting. We appreciate it. We love it. Um, we're a pod for the fans. We're a pod for the people. If you ever feel like you got an issue with something we said, please pull up on us and talk to us. We will gladly send you an invite to come on and join us in the podcast and talk about it. Um, this has been a great year. We love it. And uh, 2024, expect bigger and better things from us. Um, this is our last podcast for the year. Um, you'll see us, you know, do individual things and talk about things. Um, whether it's on TikTok, you might see a little bit of uh, a thing here and there or Instagram or whatever. Um, we thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, I just want to say that before this podcast ends. Um, thank you for rocking with us again. I know I said it like 50, 11 times. Uh, I'll make it 50, 11, and 12. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, so, y'all yeah, have a great Christmas and a great New Year. And we'll see y'all the next year where we'll be doing bigger and better things. Well said. That was absolutely beautiful. Ray, you have anything you want to say? Um, thank you for everyone who's been listening to everything that we said. We appreciate you. Um, to all the haters that want me to shut up, um, I'm never going to do so. So, ha! <laughs> um, <laughs> Got a problem uh, with to... that? We got two words for you. Oh, wait. Is it argue with your mom with three words? Well, actually, we got three four. words for you. Actually, that's four words, actually. Your mama. Well, we got four <laughs> words for you. Actually, four. We, got, we got seven words, actually. You can look, but you can't touch. Oh! <laughs> um, everyone, please stay safe um, during this holiday season. If I know that sometimes the holiday season is rough on people who aren't close to their family, who feel like they are alone. Just know that you have a home with us whenever you feel lonely. Just turn on the podcast. Just know we're always there to make you laugh. Um, to the people who've been rocking with us from day one, you are amazing. Um, definitely keep an eye out, eye out for us because in the new year, bigger and better. We're, we're turning it up. Like we're gonna be the num- number one podcast out there. When you think about wrestling, you're gonna think about us right after. And um, if you ever have a problem with anything that I have to say, then argue with your mama and your bald headed daddy. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but happy holidays and be safe and we love you. She said your bored headed daddy. God damn. Oh, so real quick, um they touched on this last week. I wasn't here. Um most definitely uh to the women out there, if you ever need somebody to talk to, anybody that's bothering you, anybody that's doing something crazy, um you know, last week they touched on a situation that that's going on in the blur community. And with that situation, like they said, we're here. If you ever need to talk, um, even if it's not the men that's here, I'm more than positive, And I can speak for Ray that she is there for you. 
if you, you know what I'm saying? So if you ever need to reach out to any one of us, please feel free to. If you ever need a story to tell, we're here. The mic is yours. The right. floor is yours. This, this, you have a platform to tell your story. Um, we're, we're, we're definitely uh, women positive over here and protecting black women. Um, well, not to say that women don't need to, black women. Fuck it, we're, we're here to protect black. Women. So I, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not going to play the politics game here. But uh, I mean, we, we we look out for women in general, but black women, we know that y'all are definitely the most um, unprotected women out there. So most definitely, um, I wasn't here last week, but I definitely want to reiterate that before we end this podcast. You, there's a platform here for you. Feel free to come up here, tell your story. Uh, if you don't want to tell your story, you just need one of us to talk to. Anybody here, you can reach out to any one of us. We are here for you. Um, like I said, they said it last week. I wasn't here, but I just want to reiterate that again because that's important. A lot of people don't have those type of people in their corner, and we're definitely those people for y'all and be in y'all's corner. So. Most definitely. Um, I'm sorry, I just want to throw that out there. I know this is probably a random thing, but I, I, I just feel like that just had to be said again. That's no, much respect. Uh, Pat, you have anything you want to close out the show with? Yep. And let me get on camera for this so they can see my handsome face. Ah, there we go. So this message specifically goes to anybody who got beef for anybody on this pod. Who wants to say anything mm -hmm. about women in general, black women? You see this face? This is the face that you're going to see every single time talking about all y'all dusty asses. Because I, I only cook, I, not only do I cook in the kitchen, I cook in the microphone as well. So, as Duck said, if you got something to say about anything we got to talk about, come in the pod. I'll be more than happy to give you your humble pie. But aside from that, we're going to end the note on a positive. I did want to say that. I absolutely love doing this podcast. I feel like I definitely have a lot that I look forward to in life and I'm blessed with, but I do feel like I come to the podcast and this is probably the most fun that I have all week. I enjoy talking with my Let Me Talk pod family. I enjoy sharing laughs. I enjoy sharing, you know, special moments. I love talk about, talking about wrestling. And the one thing that I love about this podcast is that we respect and appreciate each other. As it was alluded to earlier, you know, we've come a long way from our old podcast where we really honestly didn't feel like we had a voice, which is why the whole Let Me Talk brand came about. And since we've established that, we've, you know, grown since then. We've had a lot of in amazing guests on this pod. Um, we appreciate you all for coming on the show and, you know, giving your insights on the blurred community on pro wrestling on just pop culture in general um it's been fun um i'm really excited to see where we're going to go in 2024 um you know we're all pushing for big things behind the scenes um we're still a, a new podcast so you know the more support we get the better we're definitely going to be putting ourselves out there more um i'm gonna do everything that i can to use my you know influence and my brand to push this podcast because i feel like we don't really have too many podcasts out there that give one a black voice to pro wrestling, a voice to black women. We don't have too many podcasts in any genre 
that really give a voice and a safe space for women and by black men. And I feel like this is the perfect combination with the perfect group of people. And initially when we first, um, we had our old pod, um, I kind of felt like we were definitely ready for success, but the dynamic that we had couldn't have got us to the place that we had if we didn't have that fallout and we didn't have that, you know, our initial group. And while I, you know, don't hold any ill will or grudge or feelings towards anybody, whether they were on that, you know, pod or not, I do want to say that who we have now, this is who's meant to be on this podcast. We're all opinionated individuals. We all bring something to the table. We, you know, love to laugh. We love to, you know, express how we feel about, you know, the blurred community about pro wrestling. And what makes it great is that there's never going to be another group like us. So I wanted to leave you all off with the note from my point of view that 2024 is only going to get better. We're going to do bigger and better things. And if you're following us and you're supporting us, we appreciate you. We definitely thank you for rocking with us through the good times and the bad. And if you're not a supporter, you know, even the greats have haters too. But at the end of the day, we're going to get you to watch. We're going to get you to listen to us. Or we just ask that you let us talk. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. Sorry. Mm. Scaring you all my ugly mug. Let me go back off camera. You didn't see the deuces, deuces. Oh, damn. All right. Um, I have to give a quick shout out to somebody. Because honestly, if it wasn't for this person, I probably wouldn't be here. And that's, I'm not sure if y'all know me. I might, I might not. But I have to give a shout out to one Tyrone Bryant. Now, Ty is a good family friend of mine. And he and I always talk wrestling from time to time whenever I see him. So it was actually him who told me about this group and invited me to it. And ever since then, I haven't looked back. So even uh, though I, wait, I'm sorry, who who invited you? I believe it was Ty. Okay. So told me, but yeah, Ty. I think that's Chris's brother, I believe. Yeah. So he told me about the group, and ever since then, it's been no looking back since then. So I have to give him a shout out because he is a good brother. Always, like I said, we always talk in wrestling whenever we can. And like I said, if it really was for him, tell me about it. I wouldn't have been here because I'm not one to really talk with people outside of work. But like I said, you guys are the only ones I do this with. And I've always enjoyed it ever since then till now. So, again, thank you for you guys for allowing me to do this with y'all. I definitely do appreciate y'all for that. Thank you for the people that go along with the antics that laugh with us, that chat with us, that just tune in to listen. We try to make everybody's Monday feel a bit easier because we know Mondays are those uh, very strenuous days because the beginning of the week, but we try. But we're glad that you guys rock with us. So thank you. We appreciate you. We love y'all. Happy holidays to y'all. We hope you have a great one. So with that being said, Ray, hit our theme music. Let me talk. For a minute, I want you to listen to the pod when we talk. <laughs> Let me talk to you, girl. Okay. 
Okay, we'll we'll, oh, we'll, fix, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll, we'll add a beat to it. <laughs> we'll add some auto tune. Oh, okay. Not the auto tune. Every time, this is how we're going to end off the year. That's fantastic. Now I got to pull up. Everybody dying, me included. I ain't going to jail. Crazy. No. I said it. He said auto tune. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, I know y'all love me singing. Y'all just haters. That's fine. I mean, I, me. I, I, listen, I said take us out. I had no qualms with it. I said take us out. Pat <laughs> said put some water to it. That's whoa. Pat said, let me be a menace today before we leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the year off right, I guess, being a menace. Good night. <laughs>